Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, brother. Thanks for meeting me here at Denny's, man. Uh, I, I know it's late. What? What is it? Once? I don't even have a watch on me. What is it? Two in the morning? Oh, man, no. It seems like two in the morning to you because you're getting old, bro. It's only 10 o'clock. We have the oh, whole night. What are you in the mood for eating? Um, I'm going to get a quick bite. I'm going to get moons over my hammy. I'm going to go light. I'll watch you eat and I'll get full because you need a lot more food than me because you've got more muscle. Got that strong Italian. Whatever. Are you going to eat or not? I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to get me a Sunday. All just right. tell homegirl to bring me a Sunday, And I don't want no nuts because you know I don't like nuts. Oh, by the way, I got a secret to tell you. Nobody's ever going to believe this, but... Oh, oh here, here comes the waitress. Hold on. Hello, gentlemen. How can I help you? I'm going to have uh, moons over my hammy, and my buddy here is going to have some type of a sundae. Uh, what kind of sundae would you like, sweet love? Uh, chocolate. Uh, chocolate, no nuts. Chocolate and no nuts. And you, sweet pea, what do you want to drink? <laughs> okay, um, let me just have an orange juice. A juice? Would you like it squeezed, or do you want pulp in it? No pulp, please. No pulp? No pulp. Okay, give me a few minutes, and I will come back with your order. Take your time. All right, as I was saying, brother. Okay, you remember the movie Back to the Future? Of course. Okay, you know how they get the little Lorian. I met with the engineers <laughs> of the idea. You're the only one who would believe this. There is a time machine, but it's not a DeLorean. It's a Pontiac Fiero. But the best okay. part about it is they let me borrow it for the evening to try it out. Oh. And I figure who the better to go. The, the radio. You got it. I, I said who better to try it out with than my partner in radio crime, the Chang. Oh, it's 10 o'clock. How long is this uh, little lady going to be with our well, grub? Look, it doesn't even matter because at this point we have the time machine. We go back. We All come right. back before she delivers our order. All right. That works. That All right. works. Uh, just you know follow what? me. Let's, uh, let's go. Let's All right. Get the hell out of here. Well, there she is. Oh, check this right out. A Fiero. Look at the color on this thing. Fire engine red. Oh, man. This thing's got center lines. Center lines. I haven't seen center lines on a car since the 70s. I told you this car Dude, has got it all. Red leather interior. Pop the, pop the doors. It's... Let's take this thing out, man. Right. Red leather seating. Check this out. Have I a feel seat. rich. Have a seat. All right. Now, oh, the interior. Man. Check this out. You remember how in the movie there's a flux capacitor and all that stuff? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need that. All you need is this dial here in front. So what year do you want to go? You know what? Let's uh, let's go back to 1988 well, at the rise of the hair metal. Onslaught ah. in Hollywood. You want to go back with me back in the? Because I know you were a te- you were a teenager and you were you weren't allowed to go out there and do drinking and mischievous behavior. No, no, no. And, no I did mischievous you know, you behavior, but not drugs. in not right. in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. All right, so what, where are you going? Here, let me punch this in. All right, 1988. Any particular area that we're going to land in? Yeah, let's uh, let's roll down the sunset. And you know what? The bar I always tell you about, where I spent many a days. And nights. Oh, the Blue Oyster? Reckless. No. Oh, no, not the Blue <laughs> The Blue Oyster. No, let's go to the Rainbow Bar. Oh, the Grill. Rainbow. Oh. The Rainbow Room, the famous oh, dude, Rainbow that, Room. Okay. That's that, that's the home of rock and roll for your soul. All right, I'll set to go. 1988, the Rainbow Room. What time? Just got to put the time in here. Uh, You know what, man? Let's go at this exact time because this is when me, me and my buddies were uh, rolled down o'clock. there. 10 o'clock. All right. 10 when o'clock. it's happening. A lot of loose, drunk women. A lot of hair. All right. Tell you that here we go. A lot of aqua, and it sounds well. Oh, I don't know man. what to expect, but here we go. They're going to have a blast, bro. I'm telling you. Let's go. Leave your members only in the back seat. Don't look like a queer with that thing on the car. Bro. Come on. <laughs> Holy moly. Just a- 
Bro, we're Look back at the in line the 80s. to get into that place. Look at that, bro. This is the you 80s. Take off that members only jacket, bro. Good God. Oh. People can't see me with you uh, with that thing on, dude. Dude, Jesus. stop being What are you doing with a polo shirt? Stop, dude, stop you look judging. Like freaking Don Johnson. Jesus. You know, I don't so judge Don you. Don Johnson in the Delo- Oh, I know you don't. You should, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, hang a left right here. Rainbow's okay. right there across the street on the right. Hang a left. Oh, we got to park in that building. You got change for a 20? Because uh, I don't like to give these guys a 20 because they'll jack us for money. Dude, all, tight ass hey, right here. I wonder if I can go visit myself after this. I think you could go visit yourself. Anyway. You know what? We can go visit the... Let's go visit the women that denied us. That's where we'll go after this. <laughs> All right. Park in there. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. All right here, sounds good. Guys some money. What? Hey. Do, right. Oh, we got... How many? You, you got money? Yeah, I got money. Hey, bro. How much for a slot? Five bucks? All right. All right Five there, bucks. There you go. All right. Here we go. So, what do you... I'm a little scared, man. Look at these people standing in line. Oh, man, don't even worry about a thing. These people are some of the coolest people you're going to want to meet. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, that's Axl Rose right there. I told you about Axl Rose. That dumb son of a bitch. He threw a cigarette at my white chucks one time, man. And I just wanted to thrash him with... Oh, look. Check out those chicks. Oh, no, that's Pamela Anderson over there. Oh, you see nice. that hot blonde? That's Pamela Anderson before she got famous and before she got fake. Oh. She's hot, huh? Dude, I thought it was poison or something. Let me see if I can get us in. I know the door dudes. Yeah, well, you get us in because hey. I have no pool there. Michael, Anthony, Mike, Anthony, hey, what's up? Hey, Chang, how you doing? Uh, it's good to see you, man. We got your favorite chair. Let's go, bro. Come on, don't worry about it. All right, bro. You're going to trip out in this place, Mario. It's crazy. Everywhere you look, there's going to be somebody famous. And don't, thank God you got rid of that members-only jacket because you look like a, a college nerd. And, you know, you had that tablet and that pen hanging out of the pocket. Yeah, no, yeah nobody's going to believe me. Yeah. Hey, by the way. No, right now. Hey, by the way. Why, you look why, like a narc. Yeah, why are you whispering? It's so loud. Because uh, I have to whisper because I don't know who's uh, listening to us. This place is bugged. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, that kind of people. Oh, yeah. Come oh, here. look. See? All right, let's go to the bar right here. Here's right, the bar. Go. Oh, shoot. Look, look to the left. That's uh, that's Lemmy Motorhead, bro. Sitting oh, right there. Oh, I can't believe all look these at famous those cats hot, that are here. Oh, man. Look at those two hot black chicks that he's always with. Dude, those chicks are hot. And all he does is drink Jack and who knows what else and play uh, Pac-Man right there. That's his own Pac-Man table. Nobody else can sit there, bro. Oh, Nobody. Man. I'm telling you. I've been here when he's not here. All right. Hold on. Hey, Jose. What's up, bro? Homie. Come on. A couple of drinks for me and my buddy. My usual. That's right. Me a Heineken, and I want to chase it with with a Pendleton. Tusky, what do you want to drink? Uh, you know what? I want to be safe because I am driving. After all, going back to the future later on. Uh, just that? just give me a, a a Coke, man. I just want a Coke. Oh, you know what? I want to have this guy doctor up your Coke. No, Jose, no, no. Hey, my don't doctor up my Coke. No, just no, no. just no, give me no. normal. Give my buddy a, a regular Coke, a little bit of grenadine, and a little bit of that uh, cherry Dr Pepper. Just a oh, splash. That sounds perfect. That and give him perfect. a straw. And uh, give him two ice above the normal. Dude, you're going to love this. So this is what I drink when I am in here during the 80s and I wasn't drinking. I would I would mix up my soda pop like it was a mixed drink, and then I would act drunk, just like all these other fools. In here. <laughs> look, dude, look at back there. Smart. Look, look at behind us. Look at Sam Kinison talking to three members of the Motley Crew. Oh, you hear him back there? Yeah. Well, who's dude, nobody can miss him. Check everybody. out how loud he is. Everybody, dude. Look, at he's loud. Oh. You see that old man with a with the with that uh, hat on, the old guy, the Italian guy. He yeah, probably looks yeah. like Maybe your uncle or your dad. Yeah. That's Bill Gazzari, bro. He owns the joint next door. Oh, Gazzari's. Dang, He's dude. always in here. So he, he so, pays he pays top dollar to get escorted by hot chicks. I want to be that rich. Man. So this is where you used to hang out. Holy moly! Now oh, I yeah, got dude. a picture. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? It's, it's mean, a lot you darker just... than I thought. Oh, dude, the moonlighting, the lighting in here is terrible. I mean, I don't understand how half these guys could crack rails on some of the tables where they're eating. I mean, there's there's nothing but rock stars over here. Look, dude, there's that band Kicks. You know that band Kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like a bunch of chicks, kicks, chicks. They're right over there on the left side. Right mm-hmm. on the other side. Look at that table of those hot chicks. Those girls right there, all porn stars, bro. Wow. That's right. Oh, hey, thanks for my stars. drink, man. Thanks. Hey, uh, and, uh, do so- me a favor. Hand, hand me a cherry over here. I need to get a cherry. Over here. Okay, there you go. Oh, so hey, listen up. Maybe, because you know we still have to go back for our order at Denny's in the year 2021. Um, we we got we gotta come back, but 
the next time that we come back, is there a way maybe you can take me to a concert? You know what? Next time, uh, next time we jump in the ride, I'm going to take you back to 1983, and we're going to go to this Judas Priest concert. You know what? Let's go to the US Festival. You'll have a blast at the US Festival. You know, before we get out of here, hurry up! I, I'm, I'm going to slam my, my my drink. Have a drink. I want to take you upstairs into the bathroom because that's where all the action. Well, I was afraid the of that. I was afraid are, are of, right <laughs> of you no, taking me into the bathroom. No. All, I, I, I'll, I'll, all you got to do is don't touch anything because you don't know what kind of DNA, yeah, what kind yeah. of venereal disease, and you never know if you're going to blow on somebody's cocaine. Let's well, the thing is, the I don't want to change my future. Being just being here alone, no, it no. says uh, your future is going to be changed. <laughs> Watch, you're going to see. Okay, let's just go up these stairs. It's just right there. Now, don't go into the bathroom on the right. That's where all the girls go. You can go in there, but you're going to get slapped the hell out of it. Right. right. Okay. There's the bathroom with the, the guy's bathroom. Yeah, check out all the. I made the mistake. I'm going in both, and I can't tell you I got beaten the hell out of by women, and I also got sexually crazed in the women's bathroom on a Friday night. A lot of blow, bro. These girls go, go, go on that oh, blow. Well, I never it's thought that it was really like in the movies. Oh, dude, it's real. This is for real. Let's go in the bathroom. All right. Look at that. That's Billy Idol and Steve Stevens right there in that stall. What the heck are they See, doing over here? here? Well, look at they're not making out, bro. Look at they're both feet are going the same way. Wait, listen. I'm not, man. Fucking far I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling like it's, you know, it's not like a white wedding. <laughs> it's a good one. I mean, look, look, man, they're in there doing blow. I mean, this place is insane. Look, oh no. Look at who it is. It's Sebastian Bach right behind us. See him? Oh, yeah. He looks, yeah. Like a, he looks a lot younger than I, than I, than I, than I haven't pictured yeah. in my mind. Oh, yeah, he's still hideous in a jerk, though. You know what? Right, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here before. All right, let's go. No, they're all doing They're all doing their thing, so they don't know where they're going to All right. So what did you think of that bathroom? Too? You see? Holy Nobody moly. goes in there to do their business. No. It, it's, it's only used for a drug area. That's it. I'm telling you. All the stories I told you, I did not lie. They were real. That's what you've seen firsthand. I thought you were lying. That's I thought you were exaggerating, but no, oh, you're no, absolutely bro. right. No way. Look on the floor. Look at all the big pen caps that are there. Come on. A yeah. big pen Nobody's getting numbers in here. They're breaking pens in half, and they're doing blow upstairs. That's oh, all this whole place in, at this time is going this crazy. Real thing. All right, man. Well, we got to right, go let's back. Let's finish these drinks, and let's get out of here. Right, hey, so we finished hey Jose. Drinks? Thanks for the drinks, brother. Here's a 10-ski. We're gone. All right, let's go. Mike, Anthony, catch you guys next weekend. We'll be back again, man. Right on, let's go get hey, the air. Hey, Chang, do you think... That way we... we don't have to pay extra. <laughs> You think we're really going to be back next week? Oh, yeah. You know what, dude? No. Next week. You know what? Next week, let's go to the to the US Festival, and yeah. then we'll just make a quick trip back here to see who's here. Well, you know what? Um, I Yeah. I think next week. Uh, how about this? We go somewhere you have in mind, like the US Festival, then we go kick it. I'm going to show you some of the stuff that uh, that I used to do as well. Oh, man. I can't believe we're back in the 80s. This is the greatest thing I've ever oh, been to in my life. You know what? If we had enough time, I would tell you to take me to the La Puente Mall. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get in the car. Another fun off. place. Holy moly, man. I couldn't believe it was true. These engineers actually gave me the you. real the real thing. We, Bro, we have a time machine. Dude, we can go anywhere. I just don't want to go back into the 50s. I, you know, I don't want to go anywhere back to where my parents were because I don't want to meet my parents when they were young. They might not approve of no, my aunt. No, no, no. And 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 they'll be able to they'll be able to kick my ass because they're younger than. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, we just uh, finish up the food and then just go back, back to the 80s. Let's do it, bro. Let's go, man. I could use an ice cream. I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm so glad that you went, dude. Now you can't call me a liar. I told you was wild, bro. Yeah. Wow. Like wild, wild west. I can't wait to be back. Love that. L let's go. Glad I didn't bring crabs back. You are listening to the one and only Back to the 80s radio show. I am Toscano from Toscano and Chang. 
here with you on another Friday edition of our show. Thank you guys for being with us. I really appreciate it. And also thank you guys for supporting our K-Hits 92.5 radio, which, by the way, Chang, is, I mean, the show is growing, of course, back to the 80s. But the K-Hits radio, I mean, we got so many people tuning in because of the variety of our music. And uh, and yes. then we have some fabulous on-air personality. And, you know, the, the show is, is developing. It's actually developing into a full-blown FM 80s-style radio. Oh, I agree. I, you know, uh, uh, I'm I'm eager to hear the new uh, the new lady of the airwaves that we got coming on. Dania. Uh, yeah, Dania. Mean, or, know, as she says, uh, Dr. D. Oh, good Lord. Wait till she gets a load of me. <laughs> Dr. D, I'm in need. I'm on my knees. So, and then there is Radio Girl. Woo. Yeah, Wendy, that Radio Double Girl. Double R. Double R. And ben and the Jets. Good old oh, Benny man, and the Jets. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the kids are pulling it together. Yeah, they're doing I mean, a it, fantastic it, it, job. It, it's taking flight. Uh, personalities are becoming known. I mean... I mean, that's everything you want. I mean, we flash back to the 80s. We're no lie, no joke. When right. we tell you we're going back to the 80s, we're hitting you in the face with the 80s. Yeah. And if you don't like the 80s, then you know what? Go hang out in the 70s. We don't care. You're hey, going to come around to us anyway. By the way, before we kick off our show today, specifically, that we end our program with part three of Comedians of the 80s. And we talk about the lady comedians of the 80s, of course. Um, uh, yes, I do want to remind everybody listening, whatever platform you listen to us on, please leave us a comment, leave us a review. We would really, really appreciate it. Uh, We have a special show coming up in the next week. We interview one of the executives for the 80s Cruise Liner. So we just want to uh, let you guys know to not miss that show. And also... We're Chang and I are going to be going literally back to the 80s. So if you guys need anything, go ahead and drop us a little line through our Facebook page. Let us know what you need. We'll try to pick it up. We don't have too much room in that little Fiero that we go uh, to the 80s in. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to pick up a few things for you. And please make sure it's not an illegal substance. No, we don't want to get caught no. by a time cop. No, because, no, no. Uh, you know, those time cops are mothers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> This is Back to the 80s. We're going to be right back. Don't go away. Hey, if you listen to rock and roll radio in the 80s, then listen to this. Toscano and Chang, they will transport you back in time, back to the 80s. Taking you on a trip to a better time, a time when America used to win at things, when we won the Cold War by arming Afghanistan, when we beat Russian boxers by jogging in the woods, when a welder could become a dancer, when a poor immigrant could become, to the power of music, a guru to a generation. If it's popular, we do it. Totally awesome. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. Welcome back to Back to the 80s, Chang of Toscano and Chang. How are you all doing tonight? We are diving into the most famous comedians. I said comedians of the 1980s. And I'm going to hit you guys with number one. Uh, Some of you may remember. Now, Toscano, you let me know if you remember this gal. Sure. Rita Rudner. So classy. I started out, I was a ballerina. I was. I had to quit the ballet, though, after I injured a groin muscle. It wasn't mine. Rita Rudner, she dressed very elegant. She had uh, she was a sexy looking woman. Uh, Her humor was very clean, almost like a funny secretary at the water cooler, kind of like the soft voice, but very subtle jokes, a little bit of a Rodney Dangerfield one line punch, but uh, not as brutal if that uh, if that fits into the way to express her style of comedy. What did, what did you think of her? Yeah, you know, she, as a matter of fact, I remember whenever I used to go to Las Vegas, she had a big contract in Las Vegas at the Luxor. That's right. And she was at the That's Luxor right. for many years, actually. Um, yes. I do remember that she had, uh, she was on a variety of HBO specials. She came out on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. He established her, her as one of the premier female comics. Because you got to remember, back in the 80s, Yes, there were female comics. There's always been female comics, but it's it's just been a lot different for for the gals, right. right? It's always been much more difficult or much more challenging in certain areas because especially back yes. then, 
They wanted to get up high in a position. This goes in Hollywood and as well. Unfortunately, or in the business world, women had to do a lot of stuff that they weren't supposed to to get to that place. And um, yeah. so I really commend women for their strength and for their determination on on making it in this world. And a lot of, yes, uh, you know, you. and a lot of women didn't had to do a lot of things that uh, were not easy to get where they're at. A lot of things that oh, weren't right, man. you know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, funny that you bring that up because the entertainment business is so male chauvinist. And so what can you do for me? You have a lot of uh, dirty, rotten male pigs that ran the entertainment uh, industry. Now, uh, I was going to say Johnny Carson did have a very top crucial role in bringing out a lot of these uh, female comedians to the status that they were and kind of to like uh, bring out that uh, sisterhood. And that balance and kind of that custard's last stand for females to come out and be bold. Uh, he started a lot of them. And I, I, I guarantee a lot of the comedians that Johnny had on the show are on this list. Let me ask you something, Chang, just as, as somebody who's met a lot of famous people in, in the past and even from the 80s. But do you possibly think, because at this point, look, if Bill Cosby who we had on a very, very high pedestal, right? We had him on a very high pedestal um, right? with being just a wholesome guy, and we found out exactly what was going on. Anything is possible. Yeah, so anything is possible with absolutely anybody. But do you think maybe Johnny Carson was, uh, you know, was ever one of these guys that uh, asked for favors in order to make you you, uh, a big star? You know what? I don't think he did anything dirty or inexcusable, yeah. but I do know that he was married three times. He was well known as being a ladies man. Yeah. He was very charismatic, very businesslike, uh, very appropriate dressed. So I don't think he had anybody do anything for favors. Right. But I do think he had a lot of fun with ladies and some of that fun, I believe was probably mutual, but there was really no gain just from the experience of them meeting him and possibly proving that they had the chops to be a comedian or somebody that would had the chops to make it in entertainment. So it kind of went with uh, kind of the flow of life. I don't think he did anything like Bill Cosby. I don't, I I really doubt that, but he was a woman, a a womanizer. Yeah. And I think that kind of, that's a different ballpark than being a pig. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess it is. And and back then, uh, there was so much going on that we weren't aware of. There weren't cell phones, you know, yeah, there wasn't bro. internet. So a lot of people got no. away with a lot of stuff. You know, our next comedian, oh, yeah. our next comedian that I have here is a comedian. It was one of the seven original cast members for the uh, sketch comedy show that everybody in the United States remembers as oh, SNL. I know who you're going with. And her name is, of course, Gilda Radner. Check this out. Rest in peace. With a cock-a-doodle-doo, good morning. A horse's neigh is just his way of saying how are you. A lion growls hello, and owls ask why, and where, and who. May I suggest you get undressed and show them your wazoo. Let's talk dirty to the animals. Fuck you, Mr. Bunny. Eat shit, Mr. Bear. If they don't love it, they can shove it. Frankly, I don't care. The animals, the animals. Let's talk dirty to the animals. Up yours, Mr. Hippo. Piss off, Mr. Fox. Go tell a chicken, suck my dick and give him chicken pox. The animals, the animals, let's talk dirty to the animals. From birds in the treetops to snakes in the grass. But never tell an alligator bite my Bye. Yes, never tell an alligator. Bye. 
you never expected her to come up with a song called Let's Talk Dirty to the Animals and have her no. start so wholesome and end so viciously filthy. Filthy. Yeah, I mean, you know what, though? It's so much like her characters that she portrayed on SNL. Uh, she had so many uh, characters where she went from the sweet girl to the ruthless girl. Yeah. Uh, then there's characters where she was like, where she portrayed Patti Smith. And she did this rendition of Patti Smith singing a punk song. And she even went and glued hair up under her arms. And I mean, <laughs> you know, I remember that. I remember that. The diversity and the vulgarity and the filth that came out in that character. Uh, Rosanna Dana was another character that was very. Rosanna Dana could be Mario Toscano with more hair. <laughs> that, that ruthless like that, and, you know, at the end of her punchline. Yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing about her is her appearance. She looked like the girl next door. She looked a librarian. Like, yeah, like a librarian. She looked like that wholesome Sunday school girl attendee. Oh yes, who you would never picture that other side of her persona. Exactly, it's almost like looking at you. Oh yeah, I mean, you look at you. Oh no, no, hold <laughs> no, on. I I'm look gonna, at I'm me. I'm going right. to pat you on the back. Here we go. Now, when I now when I first met you, yeah, you look like you should be my parole officer, right? Narcotics uh, agent <laughs> trying to catch me in some kind of hoopla sure. at ARB. And then uh, I always thought when I sat there, it was like, that guy's got to be a cop that got hurt and decided to be do what Eddie Money does. Tired of being a cop. Oh, God, have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how you look. But then I got to meet you. We became friends. Yeah. And it was instantaneous at that classroom where we thought, hey, when we get out of here, we got to work together. Yeah. And we've been going strong. Yeah. But it's it's very funny because – uh, I learned the comedic values and the comedic intelligence that you have. And from the first time I met you, I never, ever would have expected that. I thought maybe you would take me outside, beat the hell out of me, frame me with drugs, right. take me in for a big bus, and ARB would go down and Aunt Nancy would be accused of smuggling <laughs> meth and blow inside some of you the know, pastries a lot of that people, she made us. A lot of people are probably wondering Ruben about... Ruben had cocaine in his stomach <laughs> and had to get it cut out. That's what I thought you were going to do. You know, a lot of people are probably like wondering like what that. ARB is. Later on, we'll have to take another show just to talk about our That's adventures right. at the Academy That's of right. Radio and Television Broadcasting. Oh, that was like Disneyland so, with a microphone. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next up on anyway. our list... We have comedian. a, a yes. comedian lady who, uh, when I started seeing her or watching her, I watched her once in a while, but she was originally, well, she's a British-American actress, right? And she's, of All course, right. she's a singer, she's a dancer, a screenwriter, a producer, a director. I mean, th she's she's even a businesswoman. She has done it now, did, and does it all. You'll have to mention also, she is one of the originals for The Simpsons. Yes, Absolutely. And you yeah, can find all that. kinds of information on her online. You can find all kinds of information on Wikipedia regarding Tracy Ullman. I thought Tracy Ullman was a throwback to Carol Burnett, uh, a throwback to uh, 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 Betty White. Uh, I mean, she was just a solid, pure, insanely funny, humoristic, intelligent Great divine looking actress to to have the comedic chops that Tracy Ullman have. I mean, it just she's right up there with with Carol Burnett. And oh, she's yeah. right up there with uh, 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 some of the greats on SNL. I mean, it's and the characters she wasn't on SNL. The characters, yes. the, the arsenal of characters that she portrayed was infinite. I mean, look at her. She, she's done. Uh, women, old women. She's done children. She's yes. done uh, parts that uh, you would think that she was a man. Uh, yes. Animals. I mean, she's done it all. I mean, and that's very reminiscent of a Carol Burnett. I mean, you don't find comics or comedians or any really, yeah, like comics of, of, of either sex that are that diverse. And I will tell you right now, I wanted to bang the hell out of her. There, oh, really? The Chang wanted to bang her. She was hot. Yeah, she was going... Uh, she, uh, she was just hot. Yeah, I saw her. In Not a, as hot as his next comedian I'll bring up, but very hot. Yeah. And I think maybe because she – I found her very sexy, I think, because she was very bold. Yeah. In his, uh, she was unafraid. You know what I mean? She yeah. She had a lot of yeah. guts. And then she had the black hair and the and, and the bangs. And, you know, that's how Mrs. Chang is, you know, the, the uh, brunette hair and 
the bangs. So 80s. So uh, at Paula Abdul. Just driving me crazy as I sit here. Yeah, well, that was Tracy Ullman. Who do you got in your arsenal of lady comedians of the now, 80s? I'm going to go with number four. And this comedian, I don't know if you're familiar with her. This is one of the this is a comedian that was one of my favorites on two different levels. Her name was Elaine Boozler. Thank you. Thank you. I'm real happy to be here. I love this show. And, uh, and David said I'll be in Atlantic City Friday. I like going there. I think it's so fascinating to watch people gamble. I noticed that women seem to like the slot machines a lot more than men do. I don't know why. I think it's something about being able to do this for an hour and a half without having to say I love you. <laughs> <laughs> She kind of looked like a throwback rocker chick from the disco era. She was, I thought she was ultimately sexy. I thought she dressed a very provocative, a very sexy, but yet very bold. And I found her humor to be just as bold, intoxicating, and funny, just above the edge from being clean. You know, so she, she was always me of a one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, she kind of had that, yeah, she looked sexy like a newscaster, but she was funny. She's like one of those uh, casters you would see on the street. I'm Elaine Boozler, and I'm standing here on 6th Street in Los <laughs> Angeles, California, as there is gunfire just across the way. And as the gunfire goes on, I am going to take my boobs and make them bang the Star Spangled Banner with these tin hats. Was it? Was, it, was she one like of those? That. No, but I would have loved to imagine <laughs> her like that. But you're, it, you, when you know, uh, as our, our, our listeners will, will hear her track, and they're going to agree, she does have that voice. You're going to agree, she does have that newscaster voice. But you know what? Very, very sexy, very provocative, and very intelligent, and uh, pretty damn funny lady. I really enjoyed a lot of her comedy. For our next comedian, the next one that I have is, of course, um, oh. someone who was a lot older but she throwback. was i mean this is really throwback and she was made she made i think a movie that was probably her famous most famous movie of all where uh she became small remember that the incredible shrinking uh, woman yes. and i'm woman, talking about right. none other than lily tomlin uh, lily tomlin was incredible but as we talk about lily tomlin of course the chang is sadly a little bit older than you and uh, I remember her coming out in the show laughing. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I just told you pretty much how old I am. <laughs> and if you think you could whoop my ass, I will give you my address later. But <laughs> Lily Tomlin burst on in laughing. And she was a comedian that played side by side with the great Carol Burnett. Right. And uh, she was kind of like a vaudeville type, I think, comedian where she could act seriously, be very funny, do sketch comedy. She could sing and dance. And uh, it's it's funny that she falls into our category here in the 80s uh, and because the 80s were more or less her acting years. Correct. Where she did such great work in her acting field and a little bit of comedic acting. But yet her pure package of improv comedy and sketch comedy and stand up comedy was in the 60s and the 70s. But she does deserve, I think, recognition but if you were to ask me, the Changaroo, I wouldn't put her in our 80s category. Really? Well, but yeah, you're right. Talent. I would say 70s, especially because Laughing, she was at Laughing from 69 to 73. Right. So that was way, right. way before the 80s. Uh, but she still happened to make it on position number five in uh, the top ranked right. women comedians of the 80s. Yeah, and that's incredible. But she was a great talent. As a matter of fact, she does us a. Uh, Funny television show now, and she does it with, uh, remember, Jane Fonda, Barbarella, yum, yum, yum. They do a funny uh, comedy show right now. It's, you know, they're good friends. They're both divorced. Their ex-husbands are gay, and they're together now. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a funny show. Some of our listeners would uh, probably check that out. Yeah. And here's a comedian that I had a changnormous love for back in the 80s. This chick reminded me of Madonna. Uh, this chick was brutal, funny. She was the kind of comedian that if if I was in comedy back there and I was looking for a woman to date, she would be the same exact one. This your girl right here, Judy Tenuta. You know, my name is Judy. 
and I have my own religion, Judaism. Yes, soon you will all be my personal love slaves. But first, but first, let's go back in time. You know, I'm trying to lead a normal life. So just now, I was on this airplane to Europe. It could happen. <laughs> and uh, there's this guy sitting next to me. Looks like a squid in stretch pants. <laughs> so you know, I'm ready to spawn. Just because he paid for my trip. <laughs> How much can I give? I ask you, stunt puppets. Ah, oh, the love guy. She goddess. was hilarious. Yeah. She was hilarious. She was ranked, but without saying derogatory words. She was the kind of girl that you could spark a joint with, have some drinks, make love, and then go out there and kill the audience with all that. Passion and, and aggression that you have when you're an 80s party animal or when you just had great sex. Yeah, she if kind of has an, a little, a little kind of a little look uh, to Madonna in a way. Sexy. Very, very little. Um, uh, you know what? You know? Uh, a little bit like Ma Madonna, but a little bit like, uh, remember the uh, uh, Tony Basil? Yes, from video? Hey Mickey, yeah. Yes, bro. Now, if you look at her picture, uh, I'm sure you're going to say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Big at, time. She's yep. like, she does have a tremendous sex appeal. You got to give her that. Yeah. Yep. They called her the love goddess, believe it or not. So. Oh, yes, man. And that's what I loved about her. I used to go, Judy Tanuti, I want to touch your booty. <laughs> she was hot. Who do you got now, next on your list? Now, I'm going to dive into number seven on our list. Uh, everybody knows this lady from The View. Uh, very liberal, very outspoken. Uh, she likes to argue with her Caucasian co-host, and I'm going with Whoopi Goldberg. Except with Jesse, was everybody was equal except for the people in Town. <laughs> I had a problem with that. <laughs> you know? I don't know what you think of her. Uh, no, look, I don't have anything really to say about Whoopi. All, all I know about Whoopi is that I first saw her in movies. And I think she right. should have stayed doing movies rather than um, than doing any other thing. I think that she would, I don't know, maybe she, she just couldn't do any more movies and her career had ended, so that's why she took off where she took off. But to me, Whoopi I Goldberg so. was, a, was a good actress. Now, what I think, this is if you can remember, anybody can out there can remember when she did Comic Relief with the late great, I mean, my, my mentor, my idol, the, the guy I, I wanted to be so much like, Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. Yep. I think Comic Relief came out, and it was, it was a good uh, charity program. It was, it, was, it was funny to a certain degree. But I think Robin Williams overshined Whoopi Goldberg, and, and I think he overshined Billy Crystal yeah. and kind of sent them into where, like, you're kind of like the past funny. Yeah. And this is where comedy's going. Yeah. And I think after I think after that it was best that both of them go into comedic acting because I think they had more success as comedic actors as trying to come out and being a hilarious top notch state of the art on the fly stand. Yeah, well it was always pretty hard ground. following Robin Williams. That's like going to a strip club with a bunch of 36, 24, 36 clad dolls and then seeing a nine month, uh, an eight month pregnant lady that is uh, 36, uh, 42 by 38. You're just, you know, I'll throw her a dollar because she needs formula, but that's. That's where we're going with this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? I got a story to tell you off air regarding something like that. But anyway, that's oh, Whoopi Goldberg. There's so many here. We can't really go through them. We have to rush through this list the way our wives would want us to rush through sex and foreplay. Probably. Hurry up. I need to watch the news. Uh, the next one I have up here is Brett Butler. Well, thank you. I am from the South, but I've lived in... I've lived in... Thank you, from Marietta, Georgia. I've lived in New York City for two and a half years. 
And I never thought I'd miss men who wear fishing hats that say, shoot, Bubba, let's go kill something. <laughs> and I don't. I know I'm a New Yorker now, because the other day I was standing in line at a store. I couldn't believe this. I caught myself going, hey, lady, we're all in a hurry, okay? <laughs> oh, my God, did I say that? I'm so sorry. I have to go confess to my Aunt B now. Uh, once again, this is an American actress and writer, stand-up comedian, and she played right, 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 the right. title role in a comedy series called Grace Under Fire. She's also mm-hmm. rated here in the top ten of women comedian of the 80s, believe it or not. And although I think that she was, yes. most of her stuff, maybe stand-up, was probably way before the 80s. Uh, you know what? No, Brett Butler did come out in the mid-80s uh, up until the later 80s. I think even, yeah, the later 80s, the 90s, she kind of disappeared. But Brett Butler was a a funny lady. She was like your mom that smoked cigarettes and had an occasional shot and that would talk crap about your dad, right. talk crap about the neighbors. In front of your friends and everything? Yeah. So she was kind of like a, a tough, uh, funny mom comedian. I enjoyed a lot of her material. You know, it was straight to the heart. Uh, you had to be really family-oriented to understand her comedy. I, I really enjoyed her a lot. And as a matter of fact, she's 63 years old right now. What about uh, Diane Ford? Hi. How y'all doing? Hi. Oh, swell. I've been in better moods because I just had a fight with my boyfriend. I think men are boring to fight with because they don't know how. <laughs> they don't. They're so annoying. They insist on sticking to a subject. Gross. I go, listen, buddy, if you're not prepared to discuss every relationship you had before we met, don't get me started. Ah, uh, Diane Ford. I remember Diane Ford. Uh, she was a very funny lady, kind of like a funny librarian, maybe with a little country twang. Uh, she kind of had that school teacher look. Yeah. Uh, you know, she she was a, a, a funny lady, but yet not as bold and brash enough to carry on her name into future decades into the 90s. But I will give her the credit. You know, she had some funny material, but just not to me, nothing cutting edge that was going to to catapult her into, you know, movies or or the next generation or generation list of great stand up comedians. Um. We have Carol Liefer. Carol Liefer is our next comedian that uh, was in college in the 70s. Then David Letterman discovered her performing in a comedy club, believe it or not, in the 80s. Right. And then, uh, I mean, she was uh, a guest on The Late Night with David Letterman over 25 times, believe it or not. And Mm -hmm. she wrote TV scripts for The Larry Sanders Show, if you remember that. Also for SNL, believe it or not. So a very... Very talented Carol Liefer. Do you remember her? I remember Carol Liefer, but I thought her writing technique and a lot of the things she wrote were funnier than her actual stand-up act. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Her stand-up act was kind of like a female Stephen Wright and a female Dave Letterman. Right. Kind of dry. Let the joke sink in. Is it a joke of intellect? Uh, can I put myself in that scenario and visualize it? Kind of laugh. Involved in doing this, have to say, my dad, real funny guy. I always been real big though on practical jokes. I remember as a little kid sleeping in my room at night, then my father would tiptoe in, shine two flashlights in my eyes, and yell, Watch out, Trump! I don't think she was too spontaneous <clears throat> and aggressive with her jokes, but that's you know, I, I thought she was an excellent writer. Now, what was it? What do you think it was that back then it's not that the women weren't funny enough. But there was something of a reservation there, right? I mean, women were more reserved to come out and just be as, let's say, we we take somebody like Eddie Murphy doing Delirious. None of them did something like that because it was unheard of for a woman. I mean, there was a lot of taboo back then. Fast forward to 2021, I know there's no holes bar now. Now it's, it's, it's all the same. But do yeah. you think a lot is... And you have great comedians now. Yeah. Female you, comedians, yeah, Nikki Glacier. Do you think comedy's gotten better? I think stand-up comedy has gotten more freer, uh, a little bit more uh, bolder in a way. Uh, but I also believe that comedy has lost a certain appeal because the form of comedy people seem to get off now on is put-down comedy. Right. Uh, kind of like, you know... Just put down comedy and, I, and I'll say kind of like Don Rickles, but with cuss words, 
uh, Andrew Dice Clay, but with cuss words. Yeah. And uh, in a way, it's it's invigorating. In a way, it's bold. It's free. It's I can get behind this. But in a way, I think comedy has lost the gem and the technique and the talent, true talent you need to have to captivate an audience whether you're derogatory or not. Yeah. And I think comedy has changed because it's freer to be funnier when you're derogatory or nasty or scandalous as opposed to where it was. Uh, you know, you had to really think about your material and, and dig di- deep into the psyche of your listener, your audience. You put yourself in that realm. You don't want to offend, yet you want to kind of create your own and do bring people out of the closet. Yeah, let me let me give you an example. The reason I asked that is because I remember back then, men and women, it seems like, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but this is just an opinion, but it seems like mm-hmm. they took more time thinking about what they were going to say, more time mm-hmm. thinking about what they're going to write to make funny, as opposed to today, you get some woman or some man coming up there to do stand-up comedy and and talk about their own private parts just for the sake of getting mm-hmm. a laugh because it sounds funny. It doesn't seem like in many instances a lot of them take their time to really experience life in a way to make uh, light of those things that they experience in life. And mm-hmm. when it comes down to doing their stand-up, it seems like, you know, I'll just talk about my you know anatomy. And that that should get a laugh or I'll just go ahead and make fun of disabled people. And that that'll get a laugh. Now, I you know, bro, I still watch a lot of comics out there and I still dig deep into stand up. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a show out here where I reside and I'm not going to give that information. But I will tell you it's where Sasquatch wants shit. That's where I'll tell you there. But I will be doing a show and uh, I'm letting everybody know that has bought a ticket. That this is going to be R-rated, X-rated, uh, over, way over seventeen. You, if you know what, it's a bar, so you can't come. But the type of material I'm going to give is material I think that has been lost because it needs to be done. I think we live in a very sensitive uh, society now. Everybody wants to be uh, taken serious and and wanted to be put on a pedestal, and I think. A little bit. That's why we have certain comedians that dive into the ranch. But yet nowadays we do have comedians that are very talented. Like, like I mentioned, Nikki Glaser. We have uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, you know, we have Tracy Morgan, uh, who came out in the in, in the nineties. We have a lot of fresh comics uh, that are are bold, funny, and raw. You know, where they do use some cuss words, but yet their material is of something that everybody can uh understand and adapt with uh you you know but then there are a lot of comedians that are like the andrew dice clay you're all you know one shot in the pan filth kind of cat but uh we do have a lot of great comedians out there now that are bold and brash and hip to what's going on so i think comedy has changed but it's in a balance i think we have a lot more crappy comics that use smut and profanity to get their 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 laugh on, yeah. But yet we have a lot of cerebral, pretty straight to the shooting to the lace of comics out. It's way different than the eighties. Yeah, way one of different. my favorite comics of today, and he's an eighties cat all the way, and he's a metalhead. I mean, you wouldn't think just by looking at him, but the the guy I'm talking about is Jim Brewer, and he keeps his comedy fairly clean, but he is so just so darn funny because he brings his experiences of back in the eighties of going to metal concerts and, and uh, his experiences with his family and things like that. So, I mean, you can tell when this guy, and he's also an actor, but this guy takes Mm -hmm. his time and he takes his craft serious. And so I really admire when, when comedians go that extra mile. I think uh, what you need to do to be a great comedian is to make fun of yourself and some of the events that you've gone through. Yeah. Because you'll find what I found and, and what I see in other comics, when they keep it true to their own livelihood, their own events, yes. their own situations, yeah. uh, the joke is more believable. Why? Because I, you know as a comic that at least 30 people watching you can identify and have gone to those 
either that similar event or the feeling that that event gave you. And I think to make yourself a great comedian, you have to have those experiences that everybody can identify with. Very similar to me with the passion I have for music and, and doing a radio jock thing. I believe comedy and humor are the two greatest aspects that we have in mankind to bring us together at any given time. We forget about our problems. We can forget about our social status, our, our inequalities, uh, our, our struggles, and we just let it go for a minute. And I think the essence of a great comedian with a great bit is very similar to a great song. Yeah. You're going to catch people that identify everybody at that one point is on the same wavelength. We have a lot of comics that have not touched that realm, but in a way, a lot of derogatory people do touch that realm because depending on how intoxicated, angry, or inebriated your audience is, whatever comedian comes up may hit a home run. And then maybe if you're straight up in the head and you're not high or intoxicated and you're looking for cerebral humor, you'll find these comics and say, wow, that guy just used dirty language. He sucked. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is the one and only back to the 80s radio show. It's been great to be back on another program. And we promise you that we're going to be taking you back on many 80s rides with us. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, by the way, we have some great interviews with 80s bands. We have a great interview with one of the executives. Uh, I don't want to give away his name yet, but with one of the executives for the 80s cruise line. So if you're an 80s lover and you've been on this cruise, you most likely have met him. So stick around. Thanks for being part of Back to the 80s. And thanks for sticking around with Toscano and Chang. We love you guys. Chang here, remember before we release you to another Changtastic Chang Normous weekend, remember to stay lifted and gifted. You yourself are bigger than anything that has ever come into your path. Go out there and stand for something big or stand for somebody else. Do the right thing and be there for each other. We are one race, the human race. So till next week, I bid you a sayonara. Hasta la vista, hasta mañana, hasta luego. Or oh, let's all my homies in the valley. Take me back.